Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. This is the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. So on Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life right here in France. Cooking, eating, meeting wonderful locals, food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over... Would you believe there are 1,500 or more French cheeses? And sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today is episode number 135. That's 135 in French. And we are continuing the A to Z of French herbs. Today's herb is the third herb in what you'd say is a rather large family of herbs. Sure, they have lots of cousins, but you'd say that this is the third sibling. Sit back, turn up the volume. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson maybe, some of that delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, spearmint. Spearmint, in French, is pronounced mont there and spelt Mont, M-E-N-T-H-E, and Ver, V-E-R-T-E. It's part of the Lamaceae or Mind family of plants, which also includes bergamot, catnip, horsehound, hyssop, lavender, lemon balm, peppermint, mint, basil, holy basil, marjoram, oregano, savoury, and thyme, just to name a few. Spearmint's botanical name is Mentha spitica, with subspecies like Mentha crispa, Mentha crispata, and Mentha verdis. It also goes by the name of garden mint, common mint, lamb mint, ear mint, and mackerel mint but also Moroccan mint, breezy mint, sweet mint, and even pearly mint. The name spear comes from the fact that the leaves have pointed tips. It's native to Europe and southern Asia, but you can also find it in Ireland, southern China, but around the world it's also grown in Africa and the Americas. Spearmint is a perennial herbaceous plant, that can grow up to a metre tall, or 39 inches. It usually has hairy stems and foliage, and a wide-spreading root, or rhizome, they call it. Its flowers come in the summer, and are usually pink or white in colour. The plant is one that does well in lots of soil types, and it thrives in full sun, but can even be grown in part shade. It can be found in moist conditions, sandy or clay soils, and has even been found growing in swamps, would you believe? In the garden, though, it's also used as a companion plant due to its propensity to be very appetising to insects and, in particular, bees. Grown often for their aromatic scent and flavour, the leaves can often lose their scent after the plant flowers. 
Spearmint is considered, some say, as the oldest of the mints. The history of spearmint dates back to the 1st century AD. Piney the Elder mentions it, and there are even references to the herb in the Bible. There's even records of spearmint in ancient mythology. Apparently, in ancient Babylon, around 1800 BCE, there was records relating to spearmint being used as a digestive. And the Romans also brought spearmint to the UK and other parts of Europe in the 5th century, where it was often used to soothe stomach cakes. The Greeks, in ancient times, would spread spearmint on the floor of their houses, like a rug, so to speak, to refresh the atmosphere with its aroma and to welcome visitors as they stepped on it. It gives a whole new meaning, I think, to the idea of a, well, a welcome back. It was so important to the Greeks that it was incorporated into their mythology. Hades, the god of the underworld, fell in love at first sight with a beautiful nymph named Minth. Persephone, Hades' wife, noticed his interest in this nymph, and this triggered jealousy in her. So, she punished the nymph by turning her into the mint plant. Gilbertus Anglicus, a 13th century physician, recommended mixing spearmint leaves with wine, or even chewing them directly, in his compendium medicinal. Domestification of spearmint meant that it was often used in homemade toothpaste, and there's records to this dating back to the 14th century. And in more modern times, during the American Revolution in Connecticut, spearmint was an important cash crop for the farmers there. At the time, mint tea was a very popular drink, because, well, it wasn't taxed. So the crop then became very popular for the farmers. Fabulously Delicious is a part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Some of my favourite fabulous shows on the Evergreen Network include the French History Podcast, where Dr. Gary Giraud explores the events and people from three million years ago to today in France. Gary Giraud is a historian who has a PhD in modern British and French history. And another great podcast about French history on the Evergreen Network is Le Secle by David Montgomery. This is all about France's history from 1814 to 1914. The century in France that was one of both turmoil and stagnation, revolution and industrialization, wealth and poverty, colonialism and even humiliation. You can check out these and other fabulous shows as well as more episodes of Fabulously Delicious at evergreenpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you coming to France? Planning a trip to Paris even? Or are you one of the lucky ones that live in Paris? Well, I've been lucky to live in Paris as well. Now I spend my time between Monty and Paris. Montmorillon, I mean, my hometown now. And... Well, how can I say this? I just love exploring and eating my way through Paris. It's one of my favourite pastimes. So, with all that experience of eating, drinking and exploring the city of lights, love and good food, I thought I need to bring that experience to you, my fabulously delicious audience. Because, well, hey, if you're listening, you probably love French food, right? And you probably love Paris. So, 
I created my first book. It's a food guide to Paris called Paris, a fabulous food guide to the world's most delicious city. In it, you'll find recommendations for 379 different things and places to go to, consisting of 17 boulangeries, 28 cafes, 11 chocolate shops, 13 fromageries, 15 markets, or marchés as they call them here in France, 17 patisseries, 172 restaurants, and 27 wine bars. But there's also food streets, gourmet and kitchen supply stores, and so much more. Paris, a fabulous food guide to the world's most delicious city, is a 2024 edition, so it means that it's up to date with all the recommendations in it. So if you're planning your next trip or coming this year to Paris, it's perfect for you. You can get a copy on my website, andrewpryorfabulously.com, and you can even get a signed copy there, which is gift packaged for you. Or you can also get the book on Amazon, and there's even a Kindle version. So I hope you enjoy it. For as far back as recorded records go, Spearmint has been known as a herb of hospitality. Spearmint can be used fresh, dried, or even frozen. It's used to flavour foods and herbal teas. In fact, it's grown in the mountainous regions of Morocco and used as an ingredient in Maghribi mint tea, which is also known as Moroccan mint tea. Spearmint and other mint leaves are combined with green tea, sugar, and boiling water. The tea is usually served in threes, with each serving having different flavours because of the length of time. Tradition says that the first serving is as gentle as life, the second as strong as love, and the third as bitter as death. It's used in other beverages around the world and also very popular in France in such drinks as bajitos, mint julep and sweet iced teas. In France and around the world, spearmint is being used in the perfume industry. It blends well, it is said with citrus and herbaceous and light floral notes. Pierre-Francois Pascal Golan, a mid-19th century perfumer, created a perfume that contained spearmint for Empress Eugène to relieve her migraines. It was called Eau Imperial, and it was a great success. You can now find spearmint today in many perfumes, including Guerlain's Herba Fresca, Green Water by Jacques Faf, Eau de Mint by Diptyque, Cologne Royale by Christian Dior, Eau de Cartier Zeste de Soleil by Cartier, and White Jasmine and Mint by Jean Malone London. The essential oil in spearmint is not only used as a flavouring, but also for its scent. And unlike other mint family herbs, spearmint contains menthol. Its essential oil is often used to flavour toothpaste and confectionaries, and is even often added to shampoos and soaps. Carbone is the main component of the essential spearmint oil, and it's responsible for the smell and aroma of the spearmint. It provides protection against pathogens like fungi to the plant. The cavone in spearmint is surprisingly used in air freshening products, but also Wrigley's spearmint chewing gum. It's apparently soaked in cavone and then powdered with sugar. 
A little-known fact about spearmint is that it's used as a larvicide. A larvicide, as the name suggests, is a pesticide used to target specifically the larva of an insect. Spearmint is especially good at targeting and killing the larva of mosquitoes. Spearmint is often used as a greener alternative to most synthetic insecticides and their negative effect on the environment. Spearmint oil is also effective as an insecticide against adult moths. That's it for the first episode of Season 4 of Fabulously Delicious. How do you use spearmint? Do you cook with it? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Sign into my DMs at Andrew Pryor Fabulously. Always wanted to say that. Or email me on contact at andrewpryorfabulously.com. I'd love to chat with you all. If you share your recipes for spearmint with me, I'll give them a go and post on my socials, possibly even my blog, which you can find at andrewpryorfabulously.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you know what my motto is? Whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, Book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.